Hello and welcome to Ignite PT Radio. On these podcasts, we shall be doing various different features, including weekly Q&As and monthly Q&As. Throughout the weekly Q&As, I will be bringing you a different topic, which I will discuss at length. And within the monthly Q&As, I will be meeting with another person within the fitness industry to discuss their experiences, their views and their chosen focuses within the fitness field. So without further ado, let's get down to today's episode. Hello everyone. This week's Q&A, we are covering supplements. So whilst this is a very broad subject, I have decided to strip everything back a little bit and focus on two main areas that I get um, questions about the most, which is pre-workout and post-workout supplementation. So we'll start off with pre-workouts, okay? So simply, best place to start is, what is a pre-workout? A pre-workout is a drink that either comes in a ready-to-drink or um, sort of a powder that you mix with water sort of setup and it's caffeinated and will often have other things like um, citrulline which aids with blood flow, beta alanine which um, acts as a bit of a lactic acid buffer sorry and uh, things like creatine which is um, helps with um, sort of strength energy systems and stuff like this um, included within the setup itself so you're not just getting caffeine you're getting sort of vitamins minerals and all this sort of stuff thrown in as well um to ensure you get the best pump ever um so getting down to, to business with regards to kind of things to consider and who are these kind of things for first place i would start is looking at addressing three main areas before you think about taking a pre-workout and using pre-workouts regularly, I would look to address your nutrition and ensure that you're getting the most from your nutrition day to day. And that's providing you with the energy that you should be getting. Um, there's lots of clever things you can do with nutrition as well with regards to getting those same sort of desired effects, especially with kind of like the citrulline and um, sort of pump effect and vasodilation um, from naturally occurring things within certain food products. Uh, that's a, a slightly different subject, but you can get those um, from separate things other than just the pre-workouts that you buy. Um, but also looking at things such as your hydration level. So are you adequately hydrated? That can have a huge impact on your um, your energy levels and everything on those lines. But also um, hydration in general can be very much affected by caffeine intake. And that's the third point really is how much caffeine are you having throughout the day before you consider taking a pre-workout itself. So if you're having, say for example, three, four, five cups of coffee throughout the day and not really putting much thought to it, then you're then having a pretty strong pre-workout going to more extremes, like a 300 milligram um, pre-workout at the end of the uh, at the end of the day or when you're coming around to train, sorry, that is a lot of caffeine to be within your system. And what I'd say is with that, having a look at building up a caffeine tolerance uh, can be a bit of a slippery slope to go into just in regards of how much that can affect your, your, your sleep patterns. Um, but also another thing as well is you can end up because you don't necessarily feel the effects that you would you would usually feel of the caffeine because you built up such a tolerance you can end up trying to ride and get more and more from it so going stronger pre-workout stronger coffee blah, blah 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 and going in a bit of a vicious loop and those of you who watched my um q a on sleep that i put up last week will know that the caffeine implications on sleep can be um quite a harsh crossover, especially with the half-life. If you haven't seen that video and you're interested to find out more, go and give it a watch and let me know what you think. Um, but yeah, another thing as well 
it's very easy and I certainly found I'm speaking from personal experience that I almost when I started taking pre-workouts it was more so because everyone else was doing it I just started in the gym I was sort of like oh, okay you know well that guy's been training for a while and this guy's been training for a while and they will take pre-workout before they train so that must be right for me and what I ended up doing as well was just without much putting much thought to it it was, became habit that I would have it at the start of each session and then I was not really feeling the effects of it after a while so then I started having more scoops blah 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 all this sort of stuff and you can end up just completely battering yourself with that. Um, caffeine is an interesting subject and I will I'm sure cover that a bit more in depth when it comes to a further Q&A down the line. Um, but this is another thing it's sort of like are you if you are taking pre-workout at the minute is it just a case that you're doing it habitually and um, have you thought about taking some time away from that so you can you know even a week off for example and then sort of gradually phasing it back in um, can be really beneficial for you to get the full effects of it again but those are the main things that I would consider and this is outside of course um, looking at things such as you know medical conditions and stuff like that if you have um, high blood pressure or any any issues along those sort of lines surrounding the heart then it's something that I very much um, tread cautiously with so with this thing and with this sort of stuff in mind with pre-workouts I think the best place to start like I say is addressing those three pillars first okay and then once you've got those in in, in place with the nutrition the hydration and where your caffeine currently is let's then have a look at um, starting small with it and um, so not going to the extremes let's go you know say you've never had one before in your life and you've never really had much over an average you know serving of milligrams of coffee per you know cut you know average milligrams of serving of caffeine per coffee sorry um, then jumping straight to 300 milligrams in one hit is going to be pretty intense for example so I would look at starting off with one of the lower uh, milligram ones that's so sort of around 150 200 tops something like that if you just to get a gauge um, but only use it when you feel it's necessary not as an habitual thing is what I would recommend um, and that's kind of my, my main sort of views on pre-workout. I personally use some form of a pre-workout most sessions but of a lower milligram percentage of caffeine intake, um, whether it be a double espresso or something like one of the Monster Ultras currently I'm, I'm using, which are a little bit lower than some of the ones that you can get out there. Um, just so I've got a bit more control over it. But there are other great things that you can do with regards to um, food intake as well. So high percentage dark chocolate, having a square of that. So anything 75% plus. Um, can be really really good for helping with vasodilation as can good old pomegranates and pomegranate juice as well um, so those those things have a real nice natural effect of the the, the things that are kind of in, in, included in the skin tearing pre-workout pump sort of setup thing you can get these naturally from dark chocolate and pomegranate juice which is really cool